The sights and sounds of Christmas are recognizable anywhere, but it's all the places those sights and sounds appear that really show off the variety of ways to experience Christmas. Whether it's a glitzy and opulent big city Christmas, or a folksy homey country Christmas, or one of those postcard New England Christmases complete with one-horse open sleigh. All the different landscapes and climates and cultures in America make for a seemingly endless number of settings for celebrating our favorite holiday. And one kind of setting in particular has earned a special place in American Christmas culture and lore. The small town. You know, the kind that's romanticized in all of those made-for-TV movies, and conjuring images of Christmas craft fairs, parades on Main Street, and close-knit communities coming together to share a cup of good cheer. That homey local Christmas spirit is the topic of an all-new series premiering on Up TV and titled, appropriately enough, Small Town Christmas. It's a four-part series where Megan Alexander, you know her from shows like Inside Edition, Nashville, and Thursday Night Football, travels to four different American towns that take Christmas to the next level. Megan is not only the show's host, but also the creator. I asked her recently how the idea for the show came about. The idea for Small Town Christmas really began for me a couple of years ago. I have always loved Christmas as a little girl and been captivated by it, whether it's the Nutcracker, the movie White Christmas, singing in my church choir around the holidays. Um, I had the song Oh Holy Night sung at my wedding. I walked down the aisle to the Nutcracker at my wedding. I've always loved the holiday season. And a couple of years ago, I, I thought, gosh, it would be so neat to do a show on traveling during the holidays and seeing all the different ways that that people celebrate and what they do that's unique. You know, I love going to other people's houses and seeing what their family does, what their Thanksgiving or Christmas meal looks like. And when COVID hit, I, I really like so many people just became, you know, so homesick for the holidays with family and with community. And the minute I had the opportunity to pursue this show, I did. And it's also just um, a, a great opportunity to spread love, joy, and cheer. One of the best things about this show is people say, you know, what's your angle? And I say, I have no angle but to celebrate Christmas and what that means to small towns in America. Now, with so many small towns all across the country and so many unique and interesting local Christmas cultures, you can imagine how difficult it must have been to choose which ones to include. Megan says it all came down to her personal experience and timing. Yeah, how we chose the towns for Small Town Christmas, well, I had done my own research because I love to travel during the holidays. So I had a couple that I knew I wanted to include, but it also came down to logistics and what towns put up the Christmas lights pretty early. You know, we did all of our filming in November and the very first part of December. So I needed to discover those towns in America that got out the Christmas lights. And our first episode is with Branson, Missouri. And the 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 joke in Branson is that the day after Halloween is the first day of Christmas. So that is one of the big reasons that Branson is our first episode. But um, also, friends of friends started giving me ideas. And then I started making phone calls. And it just sort of fell into place with the four towns that we chose, which is Branson, Missouri is our first episode. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania is our second. You got to do Bethlehem. Come on. The third episode is Natchitoches, Louisiana. And the fourth is Somerville, South Carolina. I think you will see that the episodes are very different. Um, Christmas is celebrated 
In so many ways, it's universal for towns, but they also have their own unique traditions and events, their own unique food that they serve during the holidays. So every episode is a different experience, which makes it really fun. I have personally been to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania during the Christmas season, and I can confirm that it deserves its nickname as Christmas City. It has a wonderful holiday market and festive decorations, all set against the unique backdrop of an historic steel mill town. Now, the thing that really makes a small town Christmas what it is are all of the regional quirks that you can't find anywhere else. Here in Willow Glen, California, we have a decades-old tradition where people put up freshly cut, small, fully lit Christmas trees in their front yard. It started as something that a single neighborhood coordinated one year, and it quickly became town-wide. In the course of making the show, Megan came across lots of examples like this. I wanted to know what some of the standouts were. I love this question because each town does something very unique. I'll give you one in each episode. In Branson, Missouri, our first episode, they um, are known for creative Christmas trees all over town. And there is a military Christmas tree that they put up every year. Blue, silver, and gold stars are on this tree to represent our military men and women, those that have died in battle, those that are currently serving, and those that have served, our veterans. That was very special. In Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, they are the only town in the world that performs a live Advent, and you will get to see it in action. In Natchitoches, Louisiana, in our third episode, we celebrate a woman who turned 100 and she and her family built the town's Christmas house, a house where Santa resides during the holiday season. And in Somerville, South Carolina, I can't pick one. It is the quintessential all-American small-town Christmas. Having gotten to experience so much of what small-town America has to offer at Christmas time while making the show, I was curious to know what Megan's favorite moment of the series was. You cannot ask me that. That is like asking a parent to choose their favorite child when they have multiple kids. Each episode is different. Each small town is distinctive in their own unique way. Um, So that is a very difficult question to answer. But I will say, in our second episode in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, the world's oldest Bach choir performs O Little Town of Bethlehem on the steps of their church, and it is a goosebumps moment. You can catch Small Town Christmas on Up TV starting on December 5th. Again, it's a four-part series where Megan Alexander visits four American towns that take Christmas to the next level. And as Megan puts it, the show is meant to deliver nothing more than 30-minute installments of Christmas spirit. The reason I wanted to produce and host this show is people need positivity, happiness, joy, and love this holiday season. And I just hope that people will watch 30 minutes of pure joy. I hope they will be inspired, perhaps, to travel to some of these towns and celebrate the holidays there. And I I hope they'll also be um, encouraged to take pride in their own family traditions during the holidays. And I hope they'll laugh and smile and sing along at times. I hope they'll um, finish the episode 30 minutes later and just think, I am in such a good mood now. I feel so happy. Um, That is our sole purpose, is to spread Christmas cheer and joy. Be sure to check the show notes to this episode for more information, and be sure to check your local listings for the times in your area. I'll close things out by sharing a small-town Christmas story of my own. 
Well, it's not exactly a Christmas story, and I'm not sure that the town in question qualifies as a small one, but stick with me. Years ago, my wife and I lived in Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts. It's a neighborhood at the outer edge of Boston, and in the center of it all is a small pond called, appropriately enough, Jamaica Pond. Every year, that pond was the site of a lantern festival. Residents would create their own lanterns by cutting the top off of a two-liter plastic bottle and gluing colored tissue paper onto the outside in festive designs. As dusk set in, everyone would light their lanterns and walk around the pond. It was a beautiful sight and a great community experience. Now, I said this isn't quite a Christmas story, and that's because the lantern parade usually took place sometime in the fall. However, that does place it in what we could accurately call the festive season, and it being the Boston area, there were a couple of times when a light snow was falling during the parade, making things even more beautiful. And after, we'd typically go warm up with some hot chocolate at a local coffee shop. I always remember it as a Christmas thing. Now, the truly Christmassy side of this story is that when we moved away, we wanted a way to remember the magic of the Lantern Festival. So we made a miniature lantern, this time out of a 20-ounce bottle, to hang on the Christmas tree. And we've kept that ornament and hung it on the tree ever since. Boy, every Christmas ornament has a story, doesn't it? What are some of yours? I'd love to hear about them, and better yet, I'd love to share them with the rest of the Christmas Past family. It's not too late to send me a Christmas memory to appear in an episode later this season, and all you have to do is record yourself speaking into your phone's voice memo app and send it to christmaspastpodcast at gmail.com. Just keep it reasonably short, clean and family-friendly, and be sure to say your name and where you're from. There's lots more Christmas cheer in store for the rest of this season of Christmas Past, with episodes arriving every day or two, so stay subscribed so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Until next time, let me remind you as always that Christmas Past is produced in wonderful Willow Glen, California, by yours truly, Brian Earle. Thank you to Megan Alexander, and thank you for listening. Stay connected all season long. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and join our private Christmas Past Facebook group if you haven't yet. And if you just want to drop a line to say hello, again, my email address is christmaspastpodcast at gmail.com. I do try to reply to every message I get. And hey, if you're really feeling the Christmas spirit, why not help more people discover this show? It's as easy as telling a friend about it or leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. If you do leave a review, I'll send you a Christmas Past sticker and a handwritten Christmas card as my way of saying thanks. Reach out for details. And until we meet again, may your days be merry and bright. <laughs>